This is Catalog and Cocktails. Presented by Data.World. Well, with that, let's move to our lightning round, which is sponsored by Data.World, which lets us do this today. So, all right, let me go kick this off. First question. Will knowledge graphs eventually be seen as more important to the data stack than the data warehouse? Whoa, can you repeat? Will knowledge graphs eventually be seen as more important to the data stack than the data warehouse? Yeah, of course, right? Because at some point something becomes a commodity, right? Your relational database is a commodity. So you, you don't even talk about it, right? It's there, It's it works. So you have your, you know, data um, analytics platform and storage that goes with it, and et cetera, et cetera. Now, what's next, right? What, how, if if that works, right? Well, what's the next thing that that it matters? All right, Tim. Like that. All right. Um, so my question: uh, meaning is very important to knowledge graphs. The context, right? And you also talked about democratization. Um, so do you believe that uh, anyone in a company is going to be contributing to the knowledge graph or do you think it's always going to be more of a specialist kind of uh, you know expert activity um or clearly yeah that, that's a great question and because that, that's um, like back to concrete day-to-day -day, uh, operations on uh, implementing this in in organizations right um how do you start with sharing these meanings and I don't want to advertise for your company, but I think you know the first thing to do is really to to show that the there are discrepancies in the meaning of a thing. The way we understand the data is different from one person or one domain, one team from the other, right? So you first you need to expose that, uh, and then once you expose something, you know then it becomes visible, and then things start to change because it's visible now that there there are these discrepancies um and and now you need to discuss you need to talk and you need to converge on on the meaning uh and so every 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 everyone who has some sort of uh, uh responsibility for, for for what you know what is discussed uh will be involved uh, obviously so uh expertise everybody involved you know depending on what you're doing and what your domain is and what your expertise what your knowledge uh, around this is um, you, you will be involved. Yes, um, I think we, we since I've been working in that field. So I was in, in the semantic web originally uh, in, in academia and everything. It's always stealing the knowledge from the experts. And it, it felt there's something kind of wicked, <laughs> wicked there, like to that. What we do when we build an ontology is you get an expert and you say, give me your expertise and put it there. Right. And and put it in, in this, you know, digital uh machine readable uh, understandable right. format i like that mm -hmm. answer next question do you feel knowledge engineers or knowledge scientists will emerge as a major role for organizations yes yes let's keep that one simple yes tim yes final one all right final lightning round question uh you talked about automated decision making do you think that's going to become a field in and of itself? Like, you know, we talk about BI and metadata management. There's going to be like automated decision making, or it's just just going to infiltrate into everything else. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can make predictions. It's so uh, it's such a, you know, what is the term that will evolve? We we were having a discussion like during the conference. I don't know, or maybe last night at, at the party or uh, before. Uh, 
you know, those terms, right? What makes, who knows if knowledge graph will be the term that, that stays. I, I don't even know. Like I'm, I, I think it makes sense, but who knows? Like all those concepts uh, are come and go, you know, cloud emerged as the term that stayed and because it encompassed something and came at the right time, but there were systems were a big term as well at some point, but it's not the one that, you know, kind of made it to uh, commodity, I would say. Uh, so I, and I, I don't really care about it, right? Like that was going to be my follow-up question: is like, well, do you care? Do you do you have a preference? <laughs> well, I obviously now I've been running that conference, and my name is really much associated to, and my heart with knowledge graphs. Uh, and uh, but no, I you know I I care about the vision and uh, you know everything that leads to it. All right. So with that, we're going to go to our our mesh minute. Have one minute to pontificate whatever you want about data mesh. Go. Yes, <laughs> fifty-eight seconds. <laughs> That's very stressful. Uh, data mesh, yeah, data mesh is great. We we had last year uh, at the conference we had Zamak uh, give a talk, and we also had on on data mesh, and and since then it's been like boom, 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 boom everywhere. Um, yeah, data mesh, a mesh is a graph, right? It's connection, connections together, everything is connected. Um, you know, here we're talking about way to organize uh, an organization, way to, um, yeah, so yeah, data mesh is great. It's it's great. I mean, it's the kind of thing when you hear about something new, you're like, wow, super excited, that's great and stuff. And then you go into it and say, and then when it makes sense, it's clear, you say, yeah, this is the way, this is a new concept, it makes sense. And now I acquired it and yeah. All right. So data mesh, connections. Connections, graph, data mesh. It's so it's cool. All right. Perfect. <laughs> One minute. <laughs> All right, Tim. Tim, T T T Tim takes us away with takeaways first. Go, Tim. All right. Tim's takeaways. So you started off by kind of defining um knowledge graph and we and kind of articulated it as complex problems often uh, can't be solved easily with SQL. Uh, they need a lot of people to come together. They need a lot of data to come together. Knowledge graphs are, and I bolded the word, expressive. They're expressive enough to be able to work across all that data, all that context, all those people, and the complexity of those problems, um, which I, I thought was a nice way to think about it and, and, a, and a nice definition to sort of add to the, the, the armory here of sort of knowledge graph uh, definitions. and. Juan, you noted uh, in reply to something Francois said about the, you know, Bob Moogley and the talk that he gave around uh, the keynote. And uh, it, it seems like in general, there's an appreciation of what it can bring to organizations, what it can bring to different use cases and its importance. And, and I think that's important for everyone to know that knowledge graphs really are moving into um, into the mainstream and the main mindset of folks that are really trying to accomplish important things in data and in knowledge. Um, you mentioned that Knowledge Graph Conference is in its fourth year, and it kind of brings up the question of where is this all going? And you stated that the goal is around automated decision making. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of steps that we have to get there. You know, still a lot of work is manual. There's a lot of modernization going on. But ultimately, if we can implement uh, knowledge graphs and knowledge graph approaches, or maybe more importantly, a knowledge first approach, uh, then we can get to that automated decision making. 
we want the intelligent agent to be able to take actions for us, right? So we then talked about like, where do you all start? Where should you start? We'll start with the pain, right? And this sort of spectrum of like metadata and governance to more advanced uh, uh, knowledge graph sort of applications is maybe a false dichotomy. And really it's just, hey, what problem are you trying to solve? Uh, don't throw all the data in there and try to boil the ocean. Just start with what's right to solve that problem. So if, you, if you've got metadata management problems, then start with that. If you've got some kind of identity that you want to master uh, that's important to your business and, and you're challenged by that, maybe that's where you start, right? It's not one size fits all. So I thought that was some very practical advice there. And then Juan, what about your takeaways? Well, so a couple here. I am actually, let's not be afraid of the word ontology. And I think that's something that we need to kind of, it's up to us. Like I I was the first one to say, let's not go say the word ontology. Let's be quiet with the O word. I think it's time to go change that. And I think uh, you said something I'm quoting here, an enterprise knowledge graph without an ontology is a bit, I love that. That's it. Otherwise, it's just a bunch, it's a network of things, right? You want to give it some meaning. Um, we are seeing the progress about knowledge graphs. I mean, there's a just everything that's being presented here at the conference is evidence of the progress that has been occurring, right? I mean, heck, Bob Muglia, which is the former CEO of Snowflake, which is a relational data warehouse company, is talking about knowledge graph, for God's sake. I mean, that definitely means something. We, you said the startups last year, there were 12 competing, now there's 40. Like, I can't wait what's going to happen next year. All of this is evidence that is showing that progression. And this ultimate vision, right? The future shouldn't be about asking uh, asking for information, right? It's empowering that agent to take actions on your behalf. And I think it's about agents, the autonomous enterprise, that you have an objective of your enterprise and the agent takes all that knowledge and is able to go maximize everything towards that objective. Great. How did we do? Thank you both. Yeah, this is great. Good yeah. summary? All right. good, yeah. All right, I'll throw it back to you. So two questions. What's your advice and who should invite next? Um, what is my advice? My advice is don't record a podcast live when you haven't slept much over the past weeks <laughs> because you organize a conference and you have two babies home. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That was great. <laughs> Thank you, guys. And you, Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. And who should we invite next? Uh, what about Jamie Taylor? Jamie Taylor uh, was the main architect of Freebase. Freebase became the Google Knowledge Graph, and that was the first knowledge graph, or actually the first thing to be called a knowledge graph mm -hmm. because they kind of coined the, the term. I like that idea. Jamie and Jamie is great. He is. Well, Francois, it has been a pleasure. Um, just a reminder, next week, uh, we are have Sarah Krasnick from, she's a data engineer. She publishes a lot of great stuff on LinkedIn. I love following her on LinkedIn and Twitter. She's been ma making a lot of great posts and we're just going to be talking about data and, and value and how to get value with all the tools and everything. So that's next week. And with that, Francois, thank you so much. Thanks to data.world who always gives us the opportunity to go do this. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Tim. Cheers, Francois. Cheers, Cheers, Cheers Mark. Everyone. Cheers, Tim.